This is Ool Radio. I'm Jason Snell, and I'm here with Ben Norris. Hi. Hello, Jason, and hello, everyone. It's good to chat with you. It's good to be here. I have been taking notes throughout all these sessions. Good. And you will be probably shocked and appalled to know that in most places, I was actually just typing things into the Apple Notes app on my iPhone. Not terribly surprised. Not appalled either. It's always with you. I know people who carry like field notes with them and all that, but I I, I never do. I I have my iPhone with me, so I jot a lot of things down in Apple Notes. Yes. It's a great app. I actually used it for Sketchnotes for a while because it has the drawing feature and... It's right. very similar to paper and pen because it, it's so limited. And it's on nice. the iPad, it's actually, I, I would say, one of the, certainly the first and maybe the best implementations of pencil support. There are some other ones that are good now, but they put a lot of effort into doing that. Especially with the pencil tool mm-hmm. and the Apple Pencil. It feels yeah, really nice. It's pretty great. So, so yeah, sketch notes. The idea here and what you talked about is ways of capturing information and also sort of maybe fixing memories and and processing things when you're at a talk or in a meeting or at uh, or watching a video i suppose right. or or at school um and you do these for sort of all the talks yourself where you're taking some notes and sketches and it's not what it's not is an outline it's That's like right. traditional sort of outlining note taking right you're not the goal is not Uh, information capture. You're not trying to get everything. You're just really recording what sticks out to you, what resonates, and what's important to you in the moment and for later. A few few college professors who I um, have, uh, you know, seen their stuff on the internet or um, in, in several cases, it's literally that I have listened to their podcast of their classes. And what strikes me about those, and again, it is people who are going to the trouble of podcasting their classes, is what they always say is, don't write down everything I say. Right. There's a podcast if you need to go back and consult. And what exactly did he say? You can, you can get that. But, you know, don't do that. Don't take verbatim notes. Don't try to transcribe because ultimately you can't. You talked about being an interpreter at one point, right? And the, yes. And, and as somebody who, I'm not an interpreter, but... Um, as somebody who records and transcribes Apple conference calls a lot, mm-hmm. where I'm writing down like everything Tim Cook says when he's talking to analysts, yeah. um, it is very hard and you get backed up very quickly. And there's, I mean, there's no way to do it. You have to kind of either slow, slow down time or you have right. to kind of walk away and say, I'm, I'm going to get the gist, but I can't do this because our, our brains aren't moving fast enough to, to keep up otherwise. Right. So much of that. In a, in a talk like that or interpreting is summarizing intent and trying to capture meaning and uh, overall the big picture. Make sure that that's not lost as you try and get each little word. It's very easy to get caught up into details and lose the big picture. And then you've, you've taken all these notes, but you missed what the whole point of the talk was. A lot of good, good talks that I've been to. I mean, I would say the best talks that I've been to have had no slides or the slides are super simple. Mm-hmm. Pictures or one word things. But when there's one of those PowerPoints, it's invariably a PowerPoint with bullet yes. points and all yes. that. The best of that genre, it, they, when they, you first are confronted with a giant list of features, a list of <laughs> bulleted items, yeah. they say, you don't have to write all these down. At the end, I'll give you a link to a place where all of these slides are. Right. And I felt like that's that's a, a similar kind of thing, which is you need to not be in the in the position of writing down a long list of things because you're going to miss 
how many times have, have we done that? And then you miss the context. Like my, I was thinking back to college a lot during your presentation and, mm-hmm. and what my note taking style was in college. And it's right. like my worst notes were when I had a bulleted list of things and I couldn't, my handwriting's terrible. I couldn't read two of them <laughs> and three of them, there was a word and I knew what the word is and I had no idea what it meant right. because I'd lost the context. Yes. And so all the meaning's gone. You've captured yeah. these notes. You went to this effort and it's I sat in a room wasted. for an hour listening to somebody who's intelligent about this subject talk about it. Right. And I am left with nothing yes. useful, at least for that portion of it. Right. That, that is the, the idea that our brains are... Okay, back to field notes for a second. They, they've yeah. got that slogan, right? I'm not writing it down to remember it later. I'm writing it down to remember it now, I think yeah. it is. Or is it the other way around? I don't know. The idea there is it's not about what I write down. It's what I commit to memory. And the act of committing it to paper is committing it to memory. Yes. That you're, you're doing, by summarizing, you're transforming it in your brain. That's right. And especially if you think of just taking down bulleted points, you talked about doing that in college there's there is some work but there's very little work involved in hearing a word and writing the word transcribing is all you're doing then. right and that That's, doesn't help your brain with anything yeah, it's in in the ear and out the out the hand is right. not the same right you've got to you've got to let it churn a little bit in your mind if you want it to remain in your mind right. why is that important what's the context of that importance what's the key concept what's the key phrase i liked um as you were discussing this, and I am somebody who does not use pens and paper very much, yeah. and um, I'm not a big note taker in general, mm-hmm. um, but uh, as you were discussing this, I switched to paper, oh. and, I, and, I, and you saw, I, I tweeted at you my notes for your talk, and um, it did bring me back to college, and one of the things that I always did in college that I thought was kind of weird, but I think actually is not that weird, is what you said, which is don't, be, don't even be linear. Spread right. out. Write your notes. You'll make interesting connections. And I found, while writing your talk, that I did that a few times, which like I did in college, which is I circle a point and, and draw an arrow pointing to an earlier point and being like, see, this is right. what this is. Right. And that's you can't do that if you're just sort of transcribing linearly no. what somebody said from you know from A to Z, or if you're typing in Apple Notes, right? Like it's really right. hard to say this point was related to four points ago, and as you're sketch noting, they might be next to each other, and if not, like you said, circle and draw an arrow. But if it's fifteen lines down and three indents in, it's really hard to point back to something else. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And and it uses our, uh, one of the things I drew was a pie chart because you said 70% of our sort of sensory processing is devoted to sight right. and then there are the other senses. And so being more visual, having arrows or um, you said, you know, vary your font, which in some ways, like I had already at several points done an all caps yeah. and at one point with an underline, which is sort of in my handwriting, the best I can do. Well, to, that's perfect. But, right. but it's enough to indicate that this is important or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, um, you talked a little bit about context, about how it's kind of magical that the act of capturing a small portion Kind of, it, it doesn't just capture that portion. Right, right. Especially because you're going through that mental work. So you're thinking through, and you might, you know, I had those, those slides about the mental cue where you have information coming in that you just let go of and you discard. But if you've gone through the mental work of imagining how could this be visualized and then you let it go, it might still be there in your mind. And you draw the next picture and you remember, oh yeah, there were these other things that I had also thought about there. And it's all still there, kind of in your mind, connected a little bit, waiting to come out when you need it. 
So is this, would it be safe to say, I mean, I loved it that you said it's not an app, which is something that I've <laughs> got to admit, the first thing that I did when I heard you talk about it was search the app store for it and <laughs> right. find that it, this is not an app, this is a method. Yes. Um, it doesn't require you to be a particularly artistic kind of, I can tell you that because I am not that person. That right. it, it can be something that transforms how you capture information no matter you know how uncomfortable you are with a pen or drawing or even handwriting. Absolutely. In fact, often good artists take horrible sketch notes because they draw one point really well and nothing else. Right. Or right. The, or it's too detailed. The um, I drew a stick man uh, next to Perfect. keep keep the drawing simple because um, I did. Yeah. I had to turn out. I had just enough time to add a face, so I added <laughs> that in. That was my luxury item. Yes. Yes. I put a face on the <laughs> stick man, but. Um, Right, because you want to you want to get to the point and move on and not and not dwell. Your your goal is not to make a beautiful drawing. It's to capture, it's to capture information. If not on not just on the page, but to f- sort of fix it in your mind. That's right. So you yeah. would you recommend this for everybody? Is this sort of like a way of life that you that you recommend for as many situations and people as possible? I think so. For the most part, any any time, especially that you're hearing information that matters, right? Or, I mean, this is really effective with books, studying for school, Mm. kind of anything that you want to be able to summarize or capture information for later. Um, It's a great great way to do it, especially in the moment. I think conferences are a prime opportunity. Many people comment, you know, when you're at a conference, you just kind of soak it in. But as someone mentioned to me earlier, they soaked in yesterday and can't remember what happened and took a few notes today. And now they can remember... At least some points of here were the talks. I will tell you, I am the only one, but I get a lot out of doing little radio because I mm. do have to pay attention and take notes to all these speakers because I know I'm going to be talking to them later. And I need more than a vague recollection about like, so you, you like robots. Right. That's and nice. Here's right? your bio. <laughs> right. Right. And, um, and so it's been really beneficial. I mean, I've seen it in both the times that I've done this, that beneficial to me in, in creating a memorable experience. And then also having that document that you can flip back to. And it's like, you know, it it is, it is so evocative of that, of the time, at least for me that I can, I am now replaying things that I might not have recalled otherwise, just because I've got just enough there to bring it back to me. Even if I, even if I can't remember it off the, off the top, I can remember it after glancing at a page. That's right. Like even down to, for me, I'm a, I'm very much a sensory list. I'm a listener Mm -hmm. in terms of, of learning things. And, um, and I store a lot of it, um, a lot of other sort of sensory information. So I will usually, when I go back to those notes, remember like where I was sitting and who I was sitting with. And if I was drinking tea or water or, or beer or whatever, right. or with podcasts, it's if I'm, I remember when I listen to podcasts again, I think, oh, I know where I was when I was yes. walking, listening to that. Yes. Which is, but that's how our brains work. It is. So you it take is. advantage, like hack, hack your brain that's by right. doing something that, that takes advantage of that. Yep. And the more that you learn about that, the more you're able to do some of that hacking. So, you know, a lot of college note-taking skills will suggest take notes in a format or in a style that you can recall, ideally in the same room where you're going to take a test. If you need to recall that information, as much similarity in the sensory situation that you're in is going to help you recall things. So let's talk tech just for a minute. We've been talking about touchy-feely, you know, all of our brains and feelings and words. Um, how, how do you do it now when you're doing sketch notes? Is it, is it Apple pencil on an iPad? And, um, and if so, what app are you using? Usually? Yeah. So the short answer, I use the procreate drawing app. 
iPad Pro 12.9 inch, and I keep it in half screen, which is part of why I like Procreate because it supports the split screen. Uh, that's almost exactly the size of the Moleskin notebook that I used to use. Hmm. So it's back to the same kind of sheet of paper almost that I used and the Apple Pencil. And that way, what's really nice is I can have Safari up on the right to get reference images or look up their logo or whatever it might be. If I hear something, sometimes I'll even cheat and capture some notes. I did this yesterday. I put in the Google search because I had looked up an image. <laughs> Someone said a quote that I wanted. So in the search bar, I put the whole quote so that I could remember it when I went back and had time to actually sketch it out. No, that's great. And that's great use of split screen, too. Yeah. So that's that's really cool. Yeah, no, I, I have to admit, and people who have listened to my podcast with Mike Hurley will know this, that I'm a, I'm a pen... I don't dislike the Apple Pencil, but I'm just sort of like, I don't have a good relationship with pens and paper oh. because, I, because I'm not a comfortable handwriter. I never have been. But uh, forcing myself to to kind of walk the walk while you were talking on stage, it did bring back all of those feelings of as a capable college student, especially like this was how I captured it. Right. And that if I were in that situation today, I think I would choose to use the Apple pencil and an app on an iPad to do it rather than um, type it out. And there are studies, right? Right, right. There's something magical in so many ways about using your body yeah. to capture something and even more than just clicking it out on the keyboard. Studies have shown, and there have been, I think, several at this point, that recall of bid uh, by a note taker wh- who hand wrote versus typed on a computer, yes. recall is better. And that was recall whether the, the typing was attempted verbatim. They actually did also do try to summarize and nice. simplify and do the, do the other part. Yep. Even then, the handwriting was better because you're combining that with this other stimulus. Yes. And I feel like you could do that with, with an iPad. You've got it. You, you know, you can get, if you want digital notes, if you want your text to be searchable, you can do that. There are apps that'll let you, that'll OCR your handwriting and let right. you search right. later if you want. But, but you're still using your hands and you're going to commit more to memory than if you're just because I was always a take notes while typing, but try to use my old methods, right? Which, yes. yeah, that's better than verbatim, but it turns out it's actually not as good as when I'm interviewing somebody. And when I'm interviewing somebody, I always use a reporter's notebook and a pen, right? Oh, right, yes. And that way I can look back and I can remember what they said. And I think often so many of us, especially in the tech world, are so much faster at typing than we are at handwriting, totally. Or, our handwriting is poor and we have trouble reading it, right? So we default to typing, especially as coders who do that as a profession, right? You're on your keyboard all the time. Yeah. And so it becomes natural, but you lose so much. And what you don't realize is all that you're losing by giving up so much of the words, letting go of capturing everything, you actually retain a lot more. And I could argue that just shifting your context from what you're used to is fundamentally going to help just, yes. just in general. Um, and it, it can be about distraction, but I don't think that's fun, fundamentally it, right? I think you right. can l- look up references to what the talk is in Safari and still do a you know good job. It's not so much the distraction as just the way our brains... Our brains are funny things. They are, they are. And you, you can sort of logic it out to a point and then you realize, nope, that's not how it works. I know you want it to work that way because right. we all want people in the tech industry, right? We all want it to work in this very specific logical way and that's yes. not how it works. That needs some emotion. Yeah. And in so many ways, I feel like that's what sketch notes adds is it 
adds some flavor. It adds some emotion to it. And when you look back, you were mentioning you remember, even just with regular notes, where you were sitting and what you were drinking, maybe things you were hearing and seeing. Um, but I think when you capture images, it's so much easier to draw an icon than to write out six words describing a feeling, right? So you can, you can write someone's face looking surprised. Or if you can't do that, you draw a circle, put two dots in it for eyes and put an exclamation point over the top. And now you have surprise, right? And mm-hmm. that captures something very succinctly. That's right. I did a lot in college, a lot of big exclamation points and circles and underlines and arrows and things. And I didn't need to draw. I just needed to come up with a way to kind of emote on paper. Yes, like yes. And I think in so many ways that is kind of off-putting to people as they look at a finished sketch note that you know, I hear people say, oh, it's a work of art, or this looks, you must be a great artist. And I feel like I'm not actually very good at drawing. But when you when you zoom in on one piece, you realize this is a box and a circle and a couple lines. And then when you zoom out and you have this finished, almost composition, now things start to make sense and they click together. Right. So is the best place for people to, to uh, see more of this, to follow uh, Sketch Notable on Twitter? Sketch Notable is, is my newest handle for sharing business <laughs> sketch notes. <laughs> All right. So that's a good one. That's cool. Well, thank you so much for being here. It was a pleasure to talk to you and also a pleasure to write on paper about your talk. Well, I'm so glad you tried it. It was great talking with you too, Jason. Ben Norris, thank you very much. This is Wool Radio. Mm-hmm.